What does Aaron Jones blow up spot last week have to do with today's game? We'll talk about to the, that today on Run the Sims podcast. I'm your host, Adam Wildy. We've got a 50 and a half point over under tonight. Green Bay is heading to San Francisco. San Francisco is favored by three. Uh, that's actually a little bit surprising to me. I thought it was going to be a little bit closer to a pick em. So we'll see if we can capitalize that on today's lineups. Uh, for injuries, nothing really for Green Bay worth mentioning. I mean, Dominique Daphne is injured, but nothing relevant. And then San Francisco, <laughs> everything relevant. The whole running back room is an absolute disaster. I'm sure anybody listening to this has seasonal leagues where they've spent Fab on Elijah Mitchell, Jermichael Hasty. Um, you've got Jeff Wilson coming back in week eight. That's going to stir things up. So that's a lot to talk about, and especially on a one-game slate, decisions like that are huge. The interesting thing that we're going to get into today is that Trey Sermon's only 3,000, and Jaquez Patrick is only 2,000. So not a big difference, uh, not a lot of room to capitalize either. Trey Sermon is the perceived starter, I guess. Um, Jaquez Patrick was a XFL guy. And Elijah Mitchell's not entirely ruled out yet either. He was limited in practice on Friday heading into week three versus the Packers. So a lot to break down in terms of injury. That's a little different than in previous weeks. So let's share the screen and we'll go over and look at our optimal results for this slate. We have Aaron Rodgers appearing in 64% of the total lineups. But here's the interesting thing that you're going to see that you won't see often with high-profile quarterbacks is he's only appearing in the captain spot 8.9% of the time. Uh, you're usually seeing that higher. Uh, Lamar was like 25% a few weeks ago. Um, we saw Christian McCaffrey, you know, your high-profile player. He was in like 44% of the captain spots. So that might be um, a way to capitalize on ownership that's going to be too high for Aaron Rodgers. Then you have Devontae Adams appearing in 22% of the captain spot. Um, so that is 10 points, uh, 9 points higher than any other captain. I mean, you have Aaron Jones appearing in 13% of the captain spots, and he was you know, a monster last week. He was good Devontae Adams leverage when Adams was going to be 85% owned. So uh, Aaron Jones... Now here's the question. In years past, it was easy to say Aaron Jones had a blow-up spot last week. So he's going to be incredibly high owned this week. The field has gotten a lot sharper over the years. And with that being said, last week's ownership will, or last week's blow up game will reflect his ownership a little, but I don't know that it's going to be that much more than what it should have been in the first place. We have Aaron Jones projected for. 38% ownership with 14% captain. I think regardless of last week's blow-up game, maybe the captain ownership would have been a little bit lower, but 38% is right in line, actually a little lower than what I thought. So don't be afraid to play Aaron Jones this week just because of what happened last week. It's not like you have to fade because um, you know casuals are, are going to play him because he blew up last week. No, he's a pretty good play, and there's not that many casuals anymore. So let's head up back over to our optimal results. We have Trey Sermon appearing in uh, 51% of total lineups. He's actually got 8% captain. So at 3K, 8% captain is pretty high, and that's pretty good. Um, and 47% flex for Trey Sermon. So Jaquez Patrick is 14.9% in the flex, 7% captain for a total of 15.8%. Um, Jaquez Patrick's ownership, however, is going to be about... Uh, 
actually, I don't have his ownership projection here. Um, I would imagine that he's going to be the most popular um, popular uh, punt. It's a uh, 7% actually, and, and he's 0% captain, as opposed to Trey Sermon's 47%, um, 11% captain. So like 2K and under is where I'm going to, where I usually mean by punt plays. So Jaquez Patrick's the obvious salary relief. But as I mentioned earlier, you have a player in uh, through at 3000 and he's projected to be owned 47% of lineups. So if you believe that Jaquez Patrick is going to be um, involved just as much, maybe more, maybe doing some more of the receiving work that we haven't been able to see with Trey Sermon because we haven't seen much of Trey Sermon at all, um, especially not positives. Unfortunately, he got crunched, injured his, his neck, I believe, and fumbled on one of his first carries, even though he had a decent carry. So that being said, we haven't seen many positives and much at all from Trey Sermon. That could mean that he comes in a little under-owned, but at 3,000 and being projected to be the running back one on the 49ers offense, there's a good chance that Trey Sermon's going to be high-owned and there's a good chance that he's going to be productive. So in your large fields tournaments, I do not mind playing Jaquez Patrick, but what I'm probably going to do with both of them being so incredibly cheap and guaranteed to have involvement I'm going to play them both in lineups, and hopefully that gets contrarian. So we'll get to that in just a second. Let's go back through our optimal results first. Debo Samuel is the um, highest non-quarterback or um, highest non-quarterback captain on the 49ers. He is appearing in 14.9% captain spots. He's appearing in 50% total lineups. Um, he's 9400 That's pretty appropriately priced for him given his role the first two weeks. So that brings us down to Brandon Ayuk, who has a very, very low role the first two weeks. I like to think that he's been coming back from the hamstring. I've discussed that a lot and not in the doghouse. Um, he did play almost in 100% of the snaps last week. And he is priced pretty appropriately at 5,600. That's where you would see like your Cole Beasley type players. So he's basically priced to have a role and he could definitely blow up. We want to be a week early than a week late. So in large foot, large field tournaments, he is appearing in 26% of lineup. So he's definitely worth a play. But let's see what his ownership's looking like. His ownership is looking like 26% with only 3% captain. And I do think he's a viable captain, to be honest with you, at 5,600. Um, it, it's just, I, I do feel like one of these weeks we're going to see Brandon Ayuk just be a focal point in the offense again, or at least an ancillary part of the offense. I mean, right now he's a zero in the offense. He's just running wind sprints, and that's not what they drafted him in the first round to do. I don't buy into the um, Kyle Shanahan narrative that he doesn't even notice the difference between Sherfield and Brandon Ayuk. Um, we saw Brandon Ayuk be the primary piece of their offense last year, and we will see him get involved again. So let's get involved with him at 5,600 when he's only going to be on 26% uh, with 3% captain. So that's going to be a place that we can capitalize on in this slate as well. Um, we have Jimmy Garoppolo. We have to talk about both quarterbacks, of course. So that's uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is appearing in 50% of the total lineups, and he is in the flex 34% of the time, captain owned 8% of the time. Um, so, or he's uh, in the flex 43% of the time, and captain owned 6% of the time. Sorry about that. So, Basically, Jimmy Garoppolo is falling in that under 30% owned range. Um, 
that's when I want to play court or uh, captain range. So that's when I want to play quarterbacks when they're low owned at captain. Like if you're a seven percent captain and it's a fifty point over or under, uh, the quarterback has to be involved. Even if it's San Francisco, I understand it's going to be run first, but we have we are playing Debo Samuel. We're playing George Kittle. I want to play Brandon Ayuk. So we're probably playing Jimmy Garoppolo, especially in this four by twos that I always talk about, or even five by ones. You're going to play Jimmy Garoppolo with two or three of those guys, especially when you're playing a San Francisco running back. And if you play Jaquest Patrick and tell yourself that maybe he'll get some of the passing work, there you go. So again, just to clear it up, Jimmy Garoppolo, 7% appearing in the captain spot, 43% appearing in the flex spot for 50% total appearances. Um, Alan Lazard's another uh, another way you can go. I've been trying to get contrarian with Alan Lazard on showdown slates. Uh, MVS is like the showdown guy. So I try to um, go a separate route. Just Alan Lazard hasn't been getting there. But back down to MVS, I always try to include Marquez Valdez-Scantling in my showdown lineup, especially when I'm doing 20 max. I try to get him in three or four, and I'll even throw him in captain spots sometimes because his air yards have been actually phenomenal. And Oddly enough, Aaron Rodgers missed him twice last week, and that doesn't happen very often. So I doubt that's going to happen again, especially when it was Aaron Rodgers' fault missing him. I could definitely see Aaron Rodgers making it a point to hit Marquez Valdez Scantley deep, just because, just just to get him right, just just to repay Marquez Valdez Scantling for the miss. And then we had Robert Tanya on a beautiful, beautiful touchdown pass last week. He's overpriced at sixty eight hundred. So that could actually affect his ownership a little. It looks like he's only projected to be owned in 19% of lineups. That's pretty low. And I do like uh, rostering overpriced players just to get um, your your lineup's going to look a lot different when you roster those players. Let's go over and look at our custom lineups. The, the first lineup is Devontae Adams in the captain spot, a flex of Aaron Rodgers, A.J. Dillon, Alan Lazard, Aaron Jones, and Trey Sermon. That's a frequency of 30. That's 11 more than our second highest frequency. Um, both of our highest, actually our top three frequency lineups are all Devontae Adams captain lineups. I will say I'm probably not going to be playing A.J. Dillon much, if at all. He's just not getting the work that I feel like he's being perceived to get. And we're going into week three. So we've seen it twice now. Not a huge sample size, but it hasn't. I haven't seen AJ Dillon getting any high value touches whatsoever. I know we hoped that maybe he would split time on the goal line. And I've always felt like he's a good enough receiver to play in that aspect. But I think the problem is they don't see him as a good enough blocker to be in on those downs. Plus Aaron Jones is a plus receiver. So I probably won't be rostering much uh, AJ Dillon if at all. So I'll go down to the second lineup with Devontae Adams as captain, uh, Trey Sermon, in the flex, Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Aaron Jones, Jaquest Patrick. I love this lineup. So one way I was going to look to get contrarian today is playing um, all three of Aaron Jones, Trey Sermon, and Jaquest Patrick and just hoping that it's um, one of those ground and pound type games, um, maybe even hits the under, which I could see happening for sure with these two teams. So that's one way that you want to get contrarian, at least with Trey Sermon and Jaquest Patrick. But you'll see when I build my lineup here in a second, um, I'll go with Aaron Jones as well. Let's get down to a non-Devante Adams lineup to talk about uh, George Kittle at captain, uh, Trey Sermon, Debo Samuel, Aaron Jones, 49ers defense, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So this is a five-by-one going the other way. Uh, I think that I would prefer to get 
like Trey Sermon uh, in the captain and then improve the San Francisco defense. I'm not huge on playing defenses that are going to be relatively owned. Let's go back and see what their ownership is going to be, actually. Uh, San Francisco's ownership, um, it's it might be relatively low. So we actually don't have one on them yet, which which means we're not really sure. We're not going to put something out there if we're not really sure what their ownership is going to be. So we have San Francisco um, appearing in a few of the um, a few of the optimal lineups, but remember these lineups do not reflect ownership whatsoever. So they're not contrarian. They're not chalky. They're just this is what it appeared through 10,000 10, simulations. Before we get to projections, let's go build a lineup. So I talked about wanting to play um, all three of Aaron Jones, um, Trey Sermon, and Jaquez Patrick. I actually want to go Aaron Jones at captain. Uh, go right back to him and then play Sermon. And then I wanted to go with Jaquez Patrick because we talked about going with Jaquez Patrick and Trey Sermon. So we've got Patrick. All right. And then we can go with Adams and we can go or no, we wanted to go uh, Debo and Kittle. That's what I wanted to do. I want to do a five by one. And then that leaves 10.6 on the table, which is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. So we have Aaron Jones at captain, Jaquez Patrick, Trey Sermon, Debo Samuel, George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo. This is just a uh, play on the Packers controlling the game early. Aaron Jones rushes into more like we just saw him do four times last week. And um, you've got the two running backs to make it contrarian. So I, I think the five by ones might be more popular on the Green Bay side. So flip that and get a little bit contrarian by going uh, five by one with the 49ers. Before we get out of here, let's go to our projections. Devontae Adams is projected for 20.8. It's actually a lot tighter this week. It hasn't been very, our, our medium projections haven't been very tight in the recent weeks. So it's nice to see that we can get a little bit different at the top and still get some high value players. Devontae Adams is projected 20.8. Aaron Rodgers, 19.8. Aaron Jones, 18.4. Jimmy Garoppolo is the first 49er at 16.9. Debo Samuel at 16.6. Uh, George Kittle at 13.3, and then you start to get like the 10 range to Trey Sermon, Alan Lazar, Brandon Ayuk, Robert Tunyon, your kickers, and MVS down here at like six. They're all kind of in a jumbled mess. And then Jaquez Patrick's medium projection is only 5.5, but we haven't seen anything from him. We don't know what the role is for him. So we're going to embrace that volatility. He's only 2,000. Six points is plenty for a punt play, but I would not be surprised to see him get 10, 11, 12 points. It's the 49ers offense. So with the running back position, Jaquez Patrick could be the starter to come out, and I wouldn't be that surprised. So rostering him at uh, 2,000, and we already saw his ownership percentage wasn't going to be egregious like I thought it was going to be. So I don't mind rostering uh, a good bit of Jaquez Patrick and just seeing what you can get. I probably wouldn't captain him. I am okay captaining Trey Sermon because even though uh, Jaquez Patrick could come out and lead lead the team, it's not likely. It's more likely that Trey Sermon, the guy that they traded up for, the guy that they want to be good, is going to come out and be the lead dog. So that's going to do it for today. I hope everybody enjoys their Sunday main slate. And uh, good luck tonight in Sunday night showdown. Peace.